First face I saw at my gym was Janine Pirro. Good luck going to any one of these gyms in liberal New York City and seeing Janine Pirro on television. But burn fitness, baby, in Rockaway and Bell Harbor. We love this damn country, and we love ourselves some Janine Pirro. How about okay. that, Judge? Yeah, you know what? It sounds like a gym I should join. Yes. You know, I, but, but, but before we start, I do want to say something about Joe Esposito. When I was a DA, I worked with him when he was with, uh, obviously, the NYPD. And uh, those are my dogs, by the way. They're on every week. Uh, yeah. yeah. Every week I get Janine and on the dogs. Every week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and Joe Esposito was, uh, he was a cop's cop. He was a great cop. He was a great guy. He was a love. He really was. And uh, it's a loss for uh, for New York. And, you know, he is reminiscent of a time where cops were really cops. I mean, they followed the law. They made you accountable. Uh, and they did it and worked with people with a smile on their face. He was a great guy. Loved him. He really was. And so was McDonald. Yeah. I mean, Stephen McDonald was a terrific guy, too. And, you know, his wife, Patty, is such a lovely lady. We do the Back to Blue event every year, John and Margo, and she shows up. And he was also a throwback to when cops were cops. And it's not that cops aren't cops anymore. I know a lot of these cops. Michael Kemper's a good friend. Eddie Capone's a good friend. It's the rules. They don't allow them to be good cops. These Democrats, these liberals, don't allow good cops to be good cops anymore. Well, the truth is that they change the law. They tie the cops' hands behind their backs. Uh, and, you know, now I think it's the New York City Council, and I could be wrong on this. They want them to do more paperwork whenever they're, you know, they, they meet up with someone on the street as opposed to making an arrest. You know, it, they're taking the life out of the cops. They are literally making them targets, making them impotent in terms of their ability to actually go out there and fight crime. It's a joke. The criminals know it, and they're emboldened by it. So, you know, it's a sad commentary of where we are, but it's about the laws that are drafted in this state and in this country and the thinking that criminals, you know, have more rights than victims do. I call it criminal privilege. They have privileges (laughs) that victims don't have. And that's the way it is in this country. And until we get somebody in here who's going to change things around, it's not going to change. That's right. There is no white privilege. That's a myth, but there is certainly criminal privilege. So I think you'd agree, you live in New York, Janine, that the biggest crisis in New York right now is the migrants. You've got kids. My mother and both two of my three sisters went to Madison High School. I live two blocks away. And there are kids who are not going to school there today because there's no room. They have to study from home on Zoom because of the migrants. It is so embarrassing and so disgusting and yet, the governor, your friend, Kathy Hochul. Not does, my friend. <laughs> does a state, I know I'm kidding. Does a state of the state address yesterday. And could you believe, Janine, during her New York state of the state, she never mentioned migrants once? Yeah, well, I wouldn't listen to it to know if she did or didn't. That's number one for starters. <laughs> number two. Did we not see the damage to our children from the pandemic when the teachers refused to come into schools, not the Catholic teachers, not the charter school teachers, not the private school teachers, but when the public school teachers, you know, and Randy Weingarten made a decision that the kids were all going to stay home. Did we not see the damage to our kids and the fact that emotionally, psychologically, alcohol, drugs, and all of the negative consequences to kids being home and learning on Zoom, that now you're going to put my kids out of school so that illegal kids can can uh, not go to school, but, but so they can be housed? <laughs> this is an outrage. 
we pay taxes. Americans deserve to get something back from for the taxes that they pay. This is doing nothing but dividing the country. It is creating a whole new category of people. And I'm telling you, sooner or later, Sid, as sure as my dogs bark on every one of your shows, <laughs> is the fact that they're going to be voting. Whether you give them a license, whether you give them some kind of work visa, I don't care what it is. They're going to use it as a point of identification and go to the Board of Elections and, and, and register yeah. to vote. That's what this is all about. Oh, I agree, and, and that's why Biden and even Mayor Eric Adams and all these people are, are, are liars. I love Eric personally. He's a nice guy. Don't get me wrong, but the liars because they I know. I don't care if he's a nice guy. He's I got know. a job to do. I know. And he's not doing his job. Uh, there's no get question. Get out there and go after Joe Biden. Get out there and make sure that you take care of the people in New York. Roll up your sleeves every time you see a crime. Go to a crime scene and say, we're going to get this guy. You were a cop. That's why you were elected. I love it. You're exactly right. And stop uh, lying to us. So do you think, because, yes, down the road these people will vote. That will help the Democrats. But do you think right now that is the major issue? And there's there's tons of issues, right? I mean, you still have uh, inflation is still too high. It's down. Stop it. Uh, Interest rates are a disaster. you got 19 world wars. There's a million issues. But do you believe that this migrant issue will be the one? They may get votes later, but right now this will be the one that puts Trump back on Pennsylvania Avenue. Well, I I certainly hope so. You know how I feel about him. But uh, I think that, you know, we've got to just make sure that I, I hold my breath coming into uh, November, that nothing is going to change, that we're not going to get the paper ballots, and you're going to get, you know, six of them mailed to your house, and then you go to vote, you know, and they say, well, you already voted by mail when you didn't. I mean, there's a lot of issues. I mean, the integrity of the voting and the election system uh, is something that we have to be certain of. But I think that a lot of Americans said, as much as we see it in New York City, some Americans don't know anything about the migration issue. They don't know illegal aliens. I'm calling it migration. They got me uh, uh, brainwashed, <laughs> you know, because you watch CBS, NBC, ABC. Nobody talks about it. I had a, I had a discussion. It was more like an argument. But I had a discussion with a woman two weeks ago, and she said to me, well, this is all Congress's fault. I said, what do you mean it's Congress's fault? She said, well, they have to do something. I said, no, it's the president. He's got to enforce the law. The laws are on the books. What do you want Congress to do? She said, well, I don't know. They should do something. And, you know, these people, even the ones who are aware of it, think, oh, it's not Joe's fault. But anyway, I want to talk about Austin. Can I talk about Austin? No, it's so weird you just said that. I swear, because I, I said I included weekly now you and Bannon. So Bannon yeah. is on Monday. So he was on this Monday. And we're talking about a variety of issues. The caucus coming up in Iowa Monday. And all of a sudden, he did what you just did. He stops me. And he goes, Sid, let me tell you something. Let me tell you the story that's going to help Trump and maybe really destroy Biden. I go, what is it, bud? Lloyd Austin. He was in a hospital for five days. Nobody knew oh, where yeah. he was. He's the Secretary of Defense. We got we got Americans being attacked in different countries. If God forbid we go to war, he's the guy to do it. And no one, including the president, knows where he is. So I saw John Kirby's half-baked excuse yesterday, and that was embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, but he thinks Steve Banner thinks Lloyd Austin's gonna get fired. I don't because Democrats never, ever, ever pay any repercussions. What do you think? I would bet my house he's not going to get right. Biden already came out and said if he offers his resignation, he won't accept it. Listen, L- Lloyd Austin is a four-star general from the Army. 
if anybody understands chain of command and obligations, it's Lloyd Austin. Why was this a secret? Okay, December 22nd, somebody said, I don't know what show he's on, and they said, well, you don't know if he was under anesthesia on December 22nd. I said, I don't know much surgery, elective or not. It's not under anesthesia. Then yesterday, we find out he has prostate cancer, right? So everybody's like, oh, I feel bad. Go easy on baloney. That makes it worse. That he had prostate cancer, which is an issue that can be life-threatening. We all know that. He's undergoing surgery, and he doesn't tell the president of the United States. He doesn't tell. the. There are supposed to be people with him and know his location at all times. This is a chain-of-command guy. And Joe Biden, who's saying, I won't accept his, his resignation, it's absurd. Who ordered the drone strike on January 4th to kill that Iranian, uh, that Iranian, Iran-linked military guy, right? Who's in charge? The NSC isn't meeting. They're not, that Lloyd Austin isn't giving approval. He's in the ICU now. Joe Biden, I'm sure, doesn't know that he's out, that he's ill. He never came out and said that he knew it. So he, he is incapacitated. He can't communicate. You've got, a, you've got a president of the United States who is missing in action. He's on vacation wherever, getting a lobster burn on his face. <laughs> and he's had cancer. And now what you've got is you, you have to say to yourself, who's running the country? If they're not talking to each other, the NSC is not meeting. What else are they not doing? We're, who ordered that strike? We've got 80 Americans, servicemen and women in Iraq and Syria, who have suffered serious injuries from the attacks by the Houthis, the Iran-linked proxy group, and they've got a traumatic brain injury, which is a lifelong injury. One is in critical condition. Is, are they just saying, oh, you know what, whatever, we'll talk after the first. This is crazy. This is crazy. And Lloyd Austin knows better than anyone what his obligations are. So we're out there assassinating bad guys, and nobody's talking. It's crazy.